2: From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Las Vegas, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry, we'll voice it for you. It's no-holes-barred radio, folks. UFC, film, politics, TV, sex, drugs, rock and roll, you name it, we talk about it. And there's a lot to talk about today. I'm here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. TJ, how are you? I'm good, Bruce. How are you? I'm good, and I'm here with a good friend. Somebody else will announce in a second, but I'm very excited to have one of my favorite fighters, my favorite UFC personalities, on the show. None other than the amazing, the wonderful, the UFC champion Rose Namajunas, Thug Rose. Ooh. How are you? Hi, honey.
3: Good. I'm really good.
2: <laughs> very cool. I, the shirt. Who are we, Who are we representing today? I'm, I can't see. Oh,
3: you know it's crazy. Uh, uh, what does it say? Team Chose uh chose martial arts that's the very first like taekwondo school I started at in Milwaukee so uh yeah it's actually cool because I actually was able to go back um before the Whaley rematch Uh uh-huh. and like because I was sort of like filming something that's you know not done yet but uh yeah I went to talk to them and uh it was cool because like everything's pretty much the same since I was there when I was like when I started when I was like five years old so um they had all like the student creed on the wall and everything like that it's really really cool
2: just sort of bring back a lot of memories of you know starting out
3: yeah yeah for sure um yeah I mean it was like old school back then too like they used to like hit us you know not hit us but like hit us with a uh, bamboo sticks you know to get our stance lower <laughs> and, stuff and step on oh, our really new- yeah like it was crazy but um you know nowadays that doesn't go over too well <laughs> you
2: know, nowadays you just sue the dojo and they go out of business yeah. <laughs> and they got nowhere to train yeah you can't yeah. do that anymore
3: and it was always it was always love you know tough love
2: it was good though so you know when you started in the taekwondo world how old were you
3: um i was i want to say i was like four or five years old
2: and uh okay like for instance i i'm second to be black belt in sudo and i i studied a lot of different styles but i got very heavy into that but then i wanted to go into real fighting so i yeah got heavily into kickboxing so when was your transition
3: my transition uh started let's see because i i switched over to a um a uh like a karate school but i wouldn't say it was like traditional karate school um they did a bunch of different styles and stuff and um They even, that's where I kind of like got introduced to Mm jujitsu. And I think I was around, I was a a preteen. I was probably, or maybe a like young teenager. I might've been like 13 years old when I actually started like learning the basic positioning of jujitsu. I mean, it was a, it was a karate kind of black belt dude teaching it and he was just watching UFC. So it wasn't like, you know, like, okay, I'm really learning from like a real jujitsu black belt or anything. (laughs) But I mean, I got the basic, you know. Mount positions, all those things, probably when I was around 13 years old. And I even I think I jumped into a competition without really having much experience around that age as well. And so so I would say that's kind of where I started to branch out a little bit um, at that age. But, you know, there was a bunch of different a bunch of different styles. Even at that school, I started like stick fighting a little bit. And that was pretty fun. You know, Uh put on all the gear and stuff and whack whack each other with sticks. That was pretty cool. (laughs)
2: No problem we used to do that in the park just
3: let's
2: yeah. do it and and as far as like um you know I know back in the tough uh was a tough series 20 I think was was your was your introduction into UFC yeah. so uh before that did you fight pardon me but did you fight professionally? at all in any other organization before you entered the ufc back then
3: yeah i was uh i did let's see i had three fights in invicta as a professional so i, I was uh two and one going into the um <laughs> ultimate fighter show
1: hey bruce you need to look at uh rose's flying armbar in invicta it's probably the sweetest flying armbar in mma history
3: really yeah yeah yep yeah. That, was, that was uh that was my second pro fight
1: Very, tj were you working invicta back then i was not but i was watching and i was blown away
3: yeah, that's that's when Invicta was like, uh, like I think there was just so much like all the talent that was just kind of like spread out. We all just came together at that time. It was pretty cool.
1: Oh, um, also, two
2: rows. Like I, th- oh look at that guy. twelve, 12 seconds. Oh, it's Pat <laughs> Barry. Here we are. God, look at those eyes. Let me see those eyes again. I'm telling you, this is the bad guy in a movie. I don't know why they haven't cast you yet in a film, Pat. I mean, come on. I'm still waiting for that, <laughs> that. That's right. The call's there. Come on, all the casting directors watching the show today. This is Pat Berry, okay? Yeah. Rose, she can play anything from a top-notch yeah. model to a gritty fighter, okay, I'm Pat?
3: better at acting. I'm, I'm- i'm okay yeah, he's <laughs> been
2: acting ever since he stepped in the octagon come yeah. on we've been watching that act
3: All in yeah. act. <laughs>
2: uh, on that note real quick
1: uh rose sort of came to i think uh the casual fans uh sort of uh view and periphery before she even fought in the ufc when she was fighting in invicta because you guys did that harlem shake uh, parody yeah. which was amazing and i pat barry's like out in the minnesota tundra shirtless it's crazy oh
3: my gosh yeah so 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 much like Stupid video content.
1: <laughs> it was cool. Like that, that was the yeah. era, though, Rose. You talk about Invicta back then. Like all the athletes oh, yeah. were, were doing things to make people really care. I, I don't think you get sort of the uh, respect that you deserve for bringing awareness to to the modern, you know, women's mixed martial arts. Yeah.
3: Well, I, I appreciate that. You know, I definitely. uh You know, uh, th- that is something that I utilized a lot more early on in my career. Was like social media kind of uh, presence and stuff. And you know, it'd be cool to trying to tap into that again um and just sort of yeah I definitely a Harlem Shake video was pretty cool because it was funny like I wasn't gonna do I wasn't gonna do anything because it was like a contest I guess all the the um you know they gave like a a thousand or two thousand dollar bonus for the best like Harlem Shake video but I submitted it like a day late so I (laughs) I didn't win but I think I still had the best one
2: (laughs) awesome so Rose obviously everybody you know we all love you. I mean, you you have such an amazing, strong following. You're you're an amazing role model. To me, I consider you one of the best female role models in the sport, for many more reasons than just your prowess when you're in the octagon doing your thing. And you know, you came off every fight of your life, from the from the last, I would say, basically every fight of your life is always the biggest fight of your life. Okay, yeah, yeah. so you just came off the biggest fight of your life against Carlos Barza, we all know that you know she's um i i like her a lot too i mean she's an amazing wrestler the whole bit and you know i'm i'm sorry to see that you suffered the loss but at the same time in my opinion you didn't suffer a loss you just suffered another experience
3: yeah right? yeah for so, sure
2: so how's it been for you since then i mean i always like to know what what you're doing like what do you, what do you do to overcome the loss aside from Explaining what the loss was all about. I'm not so much into that now. I think anybody yeah. with a good eye for fighting knows the technical battle that you were in and how it went. Um yeah. Yeah. but since yeah. then, what have you been doing to calm yourself down or you know, get yourself back in the mode? I mean, what what do you do? I mean, do you do you run? Do you see movies? I mean, do you impact like spar or what what do you do?
3: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that might be coming up. But no, I uh lately I've been in the garden a lot. Obviously, I think anybody that follows me knows I I'm in there. Wow. Uh, I had to, you know, I could have got, I got a late start on this season just because, uh, you know, the the fight and whatnot, but I, I planted a bunch of stuff. And um, so that's like the main thing. And then I have a bunch of stuff, you know, that I push off or whatever, like, you know, just adulting things. So I got to, you know, do all those things. But um, things have been really, uh, yeah, I've definitely had my my down moments for sure. But as far as like other losses, this one is... Uh it stings, but it don't sting that bad, you know? Like right. it's it's fine. Um, and if anything, I'm I, I know that uh I know I'm just gonna, you know, reinvent myself and just be a lot stronger from this. Uh yeah, I think that was an experience that I needed. Um, you know, that yeah, things didn't go quite according to plan. <laughs> um yeah, but it was like really close to being according to plan. It's I think the most, you know, I guess for everybody else, um, you know, it sucks that it had to have been like a boring fight. Cause I'm always a part of exciting fights. I'm, I'm the, I'm, i bring the excitement, you know, oh, there's no question. Yeah. So it just, it just, um, yeah. So sorry about that. But <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> other than that, I, I had to do what I had to do, you know, and I think, uh, um, I'm proud of myself ultimately, like there was a couple things that I was a little upset with myself about, you know, like just certain things that I like, didn't really recognize myself right. or just came out of character a little bit, but ultimately, um, I'm,
1: I'm very happy. Hey, I, I, I hate the idea that Rose is apologizing because I thought it was a very I know I do my, too. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it wasn't, you know, the the sort of barn burner that we're used to, to, you know, thug Rose being in and, and you know, yeah. adding to that championship legacy. But I will say this, and, and I'm curious to get both of your guys' thoughts about this, you, you too, as well, Pat. You know, I, I thought that this was a fight where you, you could argue who won the fight you know, either way, if you really want, but this came down to to sort of, the game of combat sports. And I don't want to say that, like, I don't want to like say that mixed martial arts is not uh, as real as it gets. Like it is very much the, the realest sport in the world. But I think if, if people are saying that Carla won, it's because she quote unquote, you know, beat the game. She won the game. And I don't know if that's necessarily fair either, because you brought up a good Rose, uh, good point Rose as well. When you talk about defense, I don't think you were necessarily credited with your defense. I, I kind of want to pick your guys' brains about the, the idea that, you know, combat sports uh, at the end of the day when it's involved in a you know regulated environment uh, a lot of times it's more about winning the game and and
2: you know playing for points rather than sometimes playing for uh, a stoppage and if i could interject one little thing before you answer that rose you know the bottom line is it's a chess match yeah and if you ever watch people play chess it's never that exciting.
0: Okay. You're all sitting there waiting
2: for the move. And we all know that Carla's looking for that single leg takedown every chance she gets to get you down on the ground, you know, with the, with the prowess and, and the fine fighter that she is. Yeah. Okay. You didn't have a barn burner. Yeah. Okay. Sorry folks. You know,
3: hey, I will say this every like, so, so the, the, the game plan, like 90% of the game plan was complete as far as like, um, just shutting down her strengths, you know, like, she, she's always does the same thing, I've shown something completely different, you know what I mean, so it wasn't even, like, I was going into the fight, like, you gotta beat the champ to be the champ, no, I never, like, even though that's something that, like, I could agree with a lot of the time, but for this fight, it was also, like, I'm, regardless of the belt, like, I've shown that I can, you know, have these slugfests, and, and pull out, you know, and, and, and get my, my face broken and, you know, walk through all that stuff. But, um, like, I feel like she didn't really show anything different and, you know, um, and she had reason, reason to not, you know, like step into the fire, obviously, uh, you know, weddings and things like that, but, (laughs) um, you know, so I'm glad she was able to, to have her wedding with a, a, a clean face, but ultimately, you know, it's like, uh, I just, I just felt like, um, Yeah, I don't know. I forgot what I was gonna say, but
1: uh get get back to the strategy a little bit if you don't mind because I'm at a crossroads. Get back to the strategy. Well, I feel like you make a good Uh, argument that you should be rewarded for defense.
3: Yeah, and I think it's also, but you know, it's it's one of those things where um I was even like the opportunities that presented itself to you know, like the moments where I was going to be offensive. I hate to say this because <laughs> it is an excuse, but every time I would be like, all right, this is the game ender right here. Or this is about to lead to my offensive move. My fucking foot would slip. I'm sorry for cursing, but it was it's really annoying. And and I've never had a problem with it. Like all of the fights in the UFC, except for the last two fights. If you watch that one and then the one before that, every time it's like, even the the fight with um the rematch with Whaley, it looks like, it looks like she rocked me, but she did not. Like I slip as she like threw a punch, and then I'm like, I like I wobble backwards, and so it's just like, it's really annoying. <laughs> it's like on ice or something, you know. Let's
2: let's touch on that a second because I'm going to tell you something. There's nights I'm in the octagon, and you know when I'll do like my uh, 180 move or yeah. my 90 move, and my foot will either land solid and I'm really firm, yeah, flips <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. I noticed that night that you fought that as the night went on, my foot started to slip.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if
2: that's because you're wearing Wilfred, shoes too, Bruce, and I'm wearing shoes. Yeah. And and I wear I wear these special shoes to allow me to move the way I want to move. I get these Hugo Boss shoes that I love. They're flat sole oh, nice. the whole bit. Yeah. But I noticed that my foot actually I would be in my position with my legs wide and my le- my left leg that I just planted was slipping forward as i was announcing and i wonder if that's maybe because they they have to clean the octagon sometimes in between fights i don't know some nights that thing just seems slippier than other nights
1: Well, if they use any sort of water that's supposed to add traction because it's canvas so i I don't totally know it's really
3: weird because like you said sometimes your foot will catch and actually there was a moment where it was It was very weird where it almost it slipped and then caught and it almost rolled my ankle forward. Mm. And I think it was like I was throwing an uppercut and I like (laughs) I went like this. And uh, it was weird because I felt my foot like slide and then almost roll, like almost rolled my whole freaking ankle over. And so I blew
2: blew my ACL like that, Rose. I (laughs) blew my ACL exactly the way you just described it when I was in George St. Pierre, when I did a bunny hop back and my foot slipped and it rolled and then my ankle blew my my knee.
3: yeah Yeah, and i don't know if it's something like because i heard there's something that's sprayed on the on the logos or something i don't know but it's it needs to be addressed (laughs) something (laughs) needs
0: to happen
1: is is there there something that can like be used like equipment wise like a grip tape to be put on the sole of the foot or something
0: when i fought when i I fought in amsterdam uh years ago back when i fought in amsterdam we used to spray it was like a you when you get in the ring you put your foot over the rope and they they did this aerosol spray really sticks your foot to the ground like like a, like a
2: foot like a football player sprays in their hands or whatever
0: yeah. you should spray yeah. that on your feet but uh they uh I don't they, think, they don't allow it which uh in turn is our fault right because uh <laughs>
3: yeah we knew that too cave, you know like, the
0: octagon has been slippery ever since i was
1: fighting right
3: it's just weird because i never had that problem up until
0: right you know, fight. But, what I was going to say was um, we go into every fight and we come out of every fight complaining about how slippery it is. I think all UFC fighters do. We complain about the slipperiness instead of this is why I say it's our fault. Instead of training and preparing for a fight on a slippery campus, because yeah. it's not going to change. We've been making the request since 2008. Like, it's yeah. it's, 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 well, not gonna, it's not one gonna, thing
3: that I used to do was I would like shadow box on my kitchen floor because it's like slippery and I would put socks on i haven't been doing that so maybe i need to do that a little more <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but it's stupid it's just like whatever
2: you know <laughs> i'm kind of worried about that training technique because i can just see a uh, slip and you know you don't right. want to slip <laughs> don't want to slip yeah. in the kitchen and miss your fight <laughs> like, I no know, i know some commissions feel differently about it it's a sort of a case-to-case
1: scenario but are, are tie socks a, a better solution like is, is that something you can do to add better- <laughs> possible i could we, try that. I don't know what the rule is on that right no it's the same thing like i said it's, it's different everywhere
2: you I see guys it. coming in with tie socks. People have come in with Sometimes tie socks. They do. They, yeah. tell, they tell us all the time that you can't wear those. Yeah. You know, we then then how does the guys that I've seen walk in with them? How do they it's do different, it? different, Bruce. It's every...
3: Right before different. they walk out and they ain't going to say nothing. Doesn't,
2: <laughs> doesn't, Amanda, doesn't Amanda Nunes have tie socks on it, when she's She fighting?
3: does, usually. Yeah.
2: It, yeah.
1: It, 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 again, it depends on the commission. And I think uh, to even the more granular level, I think it might depend on the, the
2: inspector that is looking at you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah.
3: It does. It does really. Because, um, yes
2: that yeah, could make yeah. sense. Uh, so hey, Jose, a- I got to ask you, I got to ask you one question, the, you know, mm-hmm. in the last few fights and, and it was, it went viral when you're standing there as wonderfully and as stoic and as, and, and as ready to rock as you are going, I'm the best when mm-hmm. I'm announcing you. But I noticed when I was in the octagon the other night, I mm-hmm. didn't see you saying I'm the best, you know,
0: yeah.
2: and <laughs> you are, <laughs> you know, win yeah. or lose. Was yeah. there a reason for that? Or how, how, if I may ask you, how would you explain that?
3: You know, that's something that I probably need to dive into my own psyche a little more to really give you a a proper answer. But Uh um, there was definitely something off. You know, I definitely was uh, a little less. I think it was weird because like like beginning of the training camp, I was very motivated. And then there's just a there's just a lot of stuff that I was dealing with. (laughs) Um, And it's you know, it's every time like it's not nothing. um, You know, it's it's not. Uh, a reason but it, it's it is Let me sh- shut up <laughs> um but i did feel like slightly apathetic <laughs> i don't know
2: interesting yeah. interesting word one of of those nights. oh it's
0: just, <laughs> yeah, tie just it, one of those just to tie it back but... into the uh, the strategy that you were asking about you have to perform your strategy your opponent performs your strategy and the strategy everyone's waiting for the other one to come out of it and to like give the window of opportunity to finish the fight. Um, that never appeared. So the reason why we're okay with the result is because we're aware that Rose didn't take it.
3: Yeah. I fight. think, yeah. okay. The, the apathetic use of the word is only in applica- in, in applied to the context of in order for me to basically make my opportunity like, because the couple slips that happened in my mind, I was like, OK, uh, I'm, you know, this in order for me to make this thing happen, like I kind of have to force it. And there's a huge risk that comes with that. So yeah. and normally I have no problems with doing that. But in that moment, I was like, I don't know if this is the time to do that. <laughs> I usually do. And then that moment there was just a bunch of, you know, calculations in my head that's like, I don't know if this is a risk that's worth taking right now, you know.
2: You know, in, in my life, because I'm a big poker player, right? Mm-hmm. So, and poker and fighting, um, they relate mentally. And it, <laughs> it comes down to this. At some point in poker, you decide to put the guy to a test or the woman to a test put by putting all your chips in, by going yeah. all in. And there's only one or two things that's going to happen when you do that. You're either going to knock them out, submit mm-hmm. them in our game. Or you're going to get knocked out and submitted it, there's just one it that's it it's going to go either way and in a in a fight that wasn't necessarily passive but was the way that it was you know yeah. she's worried about your long distance your ability you know she's going to walk into those punches you're dealing with the wrestler and the single leg double leg takedown potential all that goes with it after that happens that's what made it a technical fight and and win or lose rose at least as the saying goes you didn't get the crap kicked out of you. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, <laughs> this dominating factor that I've yeah. seen you do to Joanna and other people. You and, know? you
3: know, and, 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 uh, and for the, like, coming out of that fight now, just after feeling her, because obviously we knew we both had improved. I knew, I felt like my growth was exponentially, like, larger. But at the same time, like, I didn't know exactly how much she'd grown. So I was kind of going into it, like, you know, now that I know what she feels like, um, you know, I don't necessarily like I had that respect for it, but now I feel like, um, I feel like, mm, you know, my wrestling strength was, I don't know, I felt pretty damn strong. So I feel like confident to be able to stand up if I wanted to, yeah. or even, even take her down. And I did it towards the end. So to me, it's like, if I ever, you know, got that opportunity again, I'd feel way more confident in that um but you know
0: we didn't know any of that until after the fight <laughs> you building. know
3: it's just but it it's no what did you
0: say we didn't know any of that until after the fight though <laughs> okay. yeah and
3: it sounds kind of lame because it's like well i had 25 minutes to take that risk but i just was like shit <laughs> i well, don't want to take the risk right now
0: the Tonight, night's
1: not the night yeah <laughs> You're yeah. gonna keep popping your head in and oh, out like that, great. Pat. This you're like, this
2: like, you're this is like, like VH1 like the jack in the box. <laughs> VH1's pop-up video back in the day. This was the pop-up. Yeah. You know, Rose, listen.
3: Yeah.
2: I didn't I mean listen, I mean the 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 reality of the situation is <laughs> okay, you're coming off a loss, you're gonna deal with it. I yeah. mean, you fought Zhang twice. Um, you got the split decision over Jessica mm-hmm. after you know dealing with the other loss by Jessica. Um It's not a question of asking you when you're going to come back. It's all about when you decide to come back, you know, this is your world. This is your oyster. This is your life. People can come to you. You can get a call tomorrow morning from Mick or Shelby or whoever's handling your, your matchmaking. And there's nothing wrong with me saying, I'm not ready. Or you say, Hey, get me back in there. But this is all your decision. None of us have anything to do with your decision.
1: Okay. We're not in
2: there. And that's why when people boo or whatever, I look at them in the audience, no matter how great they are, when they're, when they're raving, And when they're booing, I basically go, I'm thinking to myself, will you shut the F up? (laughs) I mean, you're not in there doing this. I had a king of the cage one time years ago, right back, like king of the cage four or something like that. And there were two heavyweight, overweight heavyweights, if you know what I'm saying. So doing their thing. It wasn't the best fight. And the crowd is booing the hell out of them. Okay, (laughs) now we're not on TV. We're being taped for videotapes. I got in the octagon after I announced the winner. I said, and listen, for all of you in the audience that's booing, we have a table over here. We're taking signups for a special tournament at the end of the night where you get to fight me, Larry Landless, and Herb Dean. (laughs) For all of you that are booing, we'd appreciate if you sign up, or we please stop booing and respect the fact that these fighters are doing everything they can for you. You know what? They stopped, it was only 2,000 people. They stopped booing. I mean, it went down to a complete minimum. it's like respect nobody is doing what you're doing rose nobody can tell you what to do only rose and pat can tell you what to do you know
3: yeah and i think it's just the expectation was so high the thing is is like but ultimately you know there was a lot of other exciting fights and there was lots of blood and
2: it was good night yeah
3: things like i was just like oh my gosh like it was even scary for me to watch like (laughs) certain (laughs) things you know and uh it's just like okay just go take a snack break if this is boring to you (laughs) you know like i'm sorry but and and uh you know the the thing is is yeah like ultimately that that was like i don't want to disappoint anybody but at the same time it's like we kind of knew that like i was thinking at least just the first round yeah once i figured something i was expecting the first round for some booze um So it didn't really, I was just expecting that. And then I just got, I just never came out of that part of the game plan. (laughs) But, you know, so it, so it didn't really bother me uh, because I had expected that, like, this is going to probably happen at least for five minutes, but I was like hoping to okay, now I'm gonna start. And it just never
1: did. <laughs> I hate to be like an apologist because yeah. you know, like, I, I feel like there were things to appreciate in this fight. I'm a hardcore mixed martial arts fan. Tactical fights are beautiful in their own way. But I, I'm curious because when, when you talk about the growth of Carla, like you had a pretty good idea uh, of what Carla was going to bring to the yeah. octagon. I think people, you know, know what her stock and trade is. Yeah. Do you feel that the fight looked the way that it did at times? Because Carla's not the, the typical uh, type of fighter, like say, uh, a Joanna a or a Jean who's going to bite down in the mouthpiece and actually try to take you out. She's more of a plotting fighter. So the fight tends to be that way.
3: Yeah. Watch all her fights. I mean, if you rewatch any of her fights, um, for the most part, like she, she makes herself look like this. Like, oh, and then you, you think you can just take her out and that's how she boom. And then she ducks under and that's like her whole game plan is to get you to come at her, mm-hmm. you know? Like she's never really like she'll do blitzes, you know, and then she'll kind of just to get you pissed off to come at her. And that's why I was like, no, I'm not I'm not doing what you want me to do. <laughs> even her like it was even straight. her corner was like, oh, they're, she's stepping forward now. And I was like, nope, now I'm stepping back.
2: <laughs> she's like you a know? little so, red, little Randy Couture, you know, the way she fights yeah. sometimes, you know, it's yeah. so, and, I, and I mean that with all respect, because no, she
3: does it like masterfully, you know,
0: master at what she does. But
3: mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, absolute
0: master what she does, man. She's well, she
2: she always has size going against her. She's you know, God bless her, she's only five one or five two, which immediately she's got the size differential, has got to deal with your reach. I mean, you know, you can pick her apart with strikes coming in, which is you know, she's always got she's gotta fight that kind of fight. Yeah, and,
3: and yeah, over. for sure. And um, yeah, like now, yeah. So I, I would know what to do a lot better now. Um, I I know like certain certain things that I could have uh, did better even just in my preparation, but ultimately it's like, there's always adjustments you can make regardless of win or loss. So it's like, it's all just about what's the next, you know, turning the page what's next. Like just, you know, getting back to martial arts and just like gardening and, and improving myself as a, as a person. And then, you know, see what's next.
2: Improve yourself as a person get back to finding your passion and your fire to reset it off. I mean, it's only right, but, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go down a small list here. You deserve nothing but respect for the warrior spirit and the warrior that you are. And I'm going to tell you why. In all the times you've been in the UFC, you fought nobody but the best. I mean, starting with Carla, Angela Hill, Paige Van Zandt, Carolina, you know, Kowe- 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 I can't always a Gold,
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'll
2: get it when I announce when it comes to the octagon. Michelle Watterson, Joanna, yeah. you know. Jessica and Zang it's hall, I of mean, fame, hall of Fame resume, it's hall of fame resume. Yeah. Look at that pedigree. Nobody can hey. argue anything. I don't <laughs> want to hear anything from anybody. I yeah. just want to hear that you're happy. You guys are loving your lives together. And when yeah. you're ready to come back, I just hope I'm still there. And that's it. Yes, hey, yes. I will be. I will be.
3: The, hall of famers. <laughs> I know. Yeah. the day you're not, I'm done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. Speaking
1: no of of famers, let's be honest. Daniel Cormier, no one knows who Daniel Cormier is if he never screams
2: Thug Rose 800 times.
3: Yeah yeah obviously yeah it's done (laughs) so you guys
2: got any trips planned i mean you know listen you got a great relationship going and uh, you know as as pat knows i can't wait to hear the day that i can announce you walking down the aisle of love forever but i think you're doing that now anyway without doing it so
3: no i I gotta figure something out because yeah that that would be really cool um and i'll definitely let you know when when we plan something like that but uh but right now (laughs) i want to um i'm just like on a little property search you know like i want to want to uh, either get some land or maybe buy a house. I don't know exactly what's yes, what. One of the but, downsides
0: of being a fighter, like uh, we've been uh, on this land search here in Colorado for a while now, but then we realized quickly that we don't know anything.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't have any education or mean,
2: Let me give you a little, a little advice because I come from Malibu where I grew up with brush fires my whole life. Okay. Wherever you buy in Colorado, because the fires that happen there, do your research, and make sure you're not in one of those fire zones because they do have a tendency to go up again about every seven or eight years, you know, God forbid. So,
3: yeah, I mean. I know,
2: I know, that's my point. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. When you say like land search, are you talking about like a land to build on or like you want to make this garden massive and like start a farm? That yeah,
3: one. that. um that, that Yeah, one. that. Right. And uh, You know, obviously I've been, I had uh, been into earthships for a while. They're just like these self-sustaining houses. So I want to build one of those, but. That's, That's awesome. going to take a while, so I got to like kind of just take my steps. But ultimately, yeah, like a homestead or a farm or whatever it is, you know, I, I you, love I love doing that.
2: You talked about that last time on the show about the, uh, the, the I guess that it's a home that basically takes care of everything. It
3: yeah, you explain yeah. that again. It's,
2: it's like a self
3: grid, and it you know it recycles its water, it treats the sewage on site, it um it collect you know obviously solar panels and stuff, but um even like one of the best kind of it, it temperature controls everything the way that it's built because it has like in within the structure it has like right. ram tires and things and and just depending on where you're at like you know in the world climate wise it they adjust it to where you're at so you know it's it's like a all you know inclusive you know uh the, house. the house
0: stays <laughs> the same temperature yeah. all and year it long. and
3: it uses um it uses like some recycled materials and stuff so it's like not just you're not just like okay now starting off by doing something better for the planet you're actually like cleaning up some stuff you know so like certain places especially here in colorado it's good for like the the way they build it they use it with like the earth ram tires so like in colder places and so you know there's billions of tires that just go to the landfill and then yeah just, you know just sit there tires, all the time so
0: tires bottles yeah. cams, uh
3: bottles, um, yeah it.
0: It's not a house made out of garbage.
3: Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, but they make it real beautiful. Like you know, like the bottle they put in all little artistic ways, and it's like a stained glass windows, and it's really cool. Yeah,
0: it's That's a house really made cool. out of garbage, but yeah. it's not a garbage house. It's
3: yeah.
2: Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I have I have to ask, because um, I think you know you you guys have the DNA to make some amazing children.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Is
2: that and and would the house have a one or two extra rooms? Is that something that that potentially do you think about in your future?
3: I, I definitely thought about it. I definitely thought about it. Uh,
2: <laughs> Very cool. Yeah,
3: it's it's definitely um, crazy.
2: Look at Pat. Look at Pat, You don't see Pat, but he's crossing <laughs> fingers. His eyes are going up. Okay. Yeah. Obviously,
3: you, you know, just with like the world that we're living in, it's like a, it's it, I think it's a crazy world to like bring kids into. But at the same time, it's like, you know, God says, be fruitful and multiply. So, you know, I think it. I think it would be a beautiful thing.
1: Hey, I mean, you get one of these uh, all-inclusive houses, as you put it, you can bring kids into the world and then decide when you actually want to let them go out to the outer world, you know?
3: Yeah, yep. there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That's the laughs> for idea. sure. For sure. I don't think
2: I've ever seen a man's reaction so happy and facially speaking <laughs> as Pat as during that last uh, bit of conversation. Yeah. We just had. You
3: know, what's funny is I definitely thought about that and I have also thought about adopting before too. So I guess it just like depends, you know, Yeah. but yeah. That's okay.
2: I think you'd make a, a great mom.
3: Both would be cool, but you know. We'll start,
2: we'll, we'll start off with another puppy first. You know yeah. what? It's the old story. Yeah. When you decide to fight again, when you decide to have a kid, we'll all hear about it, and we'll all go like this: Yay! Okay, Yay. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Can you yeah. just
1: say though, real quick, like dogs, like puppies, they're harder than children. I think for a so? period of time.
3: Well, I don't have no nothing to base it off of, but oh. yeah. my, mom,
0: my mom says you can't legally put a kid in a cage for That's eight hours.
3: true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. TJ, did you just say it's harder to take care of a dog than a kid?
1: Oh, my, my! Maybe I had like an exceptional baby, but my kid was a lot easier to take care of than my uh, English Bull Terrier.
2: Maybe I had an yeah. exceptional dog.
3: <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> I guess, like I thought about getting an English Bull Terrier. I hear they're really like. Stubborn. Oh,
2: they're amazing. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: yeah, but they're very hyper, right? Uh, yeah, they're, they're they're like Pat. They're like Pat. Oh,
3: there you go. Okay. Oh, look <laughs> at
2: that beautiful guy. Yeah,
3: that's me. Really
2: Is he a mix? Oh, my God. He's so beautiful. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow.
3: Like a little bit of a, well, I don't know what she is, but she's just like kind of maybe like a little fox or something. She's
2: cord- <laughs> she just got she her coat is amazing. There, yeah. How old is she?
3: Uh, She's like
2: nine
3: <laughs> going on nine. Yeah. So she's nine, like,
2: oh, perfect. so cute. So yeah. cute. Yeah. That makes me want. I got to get a dog again. God.
3: Dude, it's the best. Yeah.
2: They're the best. Can I ask you a question? I've been wanting to ask you for like 10 years. Me?
0: Yes. Go ahead. What, what is the origin story of It's Time?
2: Okay. Um, I always wake up in the morning, you know, when you time to shave and everything, And you know, and I've always had my own businesses since I was 19, right? And I've always had to motivate myself as entrepreneurs have to. So I always want the day to be the best day it can be for me. So after I'm shaving or something, I would literally look in the mirror and go, it's time. You know,
0: right <laughs> That's
2: awesome. So awesome i used to I, I still do you know it's yeah. just my, my thing it's my mantra and what happened was is that because when i started in this game i was managing my my legendary brother michael buffer who i met late in life i met him when i was 20 you guys know the story we mm-hmm. did not grow up together and um when i decided to go into announcing i never wanted to be frank sinatra jr okay i wanted to be bruce buffer right, right. so i told myself if i can't create my own style in the first two to three years I was going to quit, right? Okay. Leave it alone. I got plenty of other things I can do, including my management, any blah, blah, blah. So I started off the shows without being phrase driven. Like everybody thinks you got to have, let's get ready for this. It's time for this. You know, everybody aren't going to be an announcer. I want to have a catchphrase like Michael Buffer because he, of course, he created that whole genre yeah. and I didn't want to do that. So I would start off the show saying, it's time to begin the ultimate fighting championship. And that's the way I started every show. So then when Dana bought it, he brought me into Vegas and it was a, a full on Godfather meeting. Let me tell you, we <laughs> sit down and, you know, we always we knew each other for years. We get along great. So uh, but he said, he, you know, I'd like you to take that out of the beginning. You go. Know, there's two fight announcements that were the greatest announcements I've ever heard. That's when you introduced Tito Ortiz against Devon Tanner, Atlantic City. And when Michael Buffer introduced. Um, uh, oh, God, I forget um, a, a great fight. I'll, I'll think of it in a second. And he said, if you can keep that tempo, keep that tempo. So I did. And I started to keep that tempo and build on it. But then at the main event, uh, about seven, eight years into my announcing, uh, I realized that, hey, you know, the fighters have been training six to eight weeks. The the people are sitting in the arena and watching on TV for five or six hours. Now it's the main event. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. It's time, right? That's when I started to incorporate it's time. And another key reason is that when you start off the main event, it's like, and now the main event of the evening, your referee in charge, the judges are, the commission yeah. is. It's like you take the whole wind out of the audience and you got to bring it back in and accentuate it again. Mm-hmm. That's why I created the I I have to start it off with a big pop, then I got to take everybody flat, including the fighters, and then I want to bring them all back in, explode it, <laughs> and go right into the yeah. announcing of the fighters
0: yeah i
3: could i totally see that because that's exactly how it feels (laughs) (laughs) and
2: and it's funny because now after in brazil it started when everybody would say it back to me and they speak portuguese i realize now that i could like hold this time for five more seconds or when i go and now you know i can hold that and they'll hold it as long as i hold it while i'm saying it and it's kind of it's kind of simon says it's kind of (laughs) fun yeah
3: it is fun
2: (laughs) it's one of the best parts of fighting in the UFC. it's cool Thank you, thank you so much. You know, as long as it keeps making the hair stand up in my arms, but the moment I use my lose my passion to do what I'm doing, then it's time for me to retire. You know, same for you too, Rose.
3: Same, yeah, for sure. I'm
2: I'm not just in this for the paycheck. I'll be the first one to cash it every Monday morning. Or the seat, I love my seat. I'm in this because I'm passionate about it. Yeah, right. Right. And that's That's important. I'm in this for you. I'm in this for the fighters. <laughs> good good yeah. one. Come on. <laughs> I want the fighters to make the most money they can make. We all know UFC pays with exception of a couple other deals here or there, but the UFC pays the most money of anybody. And yeah. and as I always say, with respect to all other organizations, you never leave the NFL.
3: No. You don't go
2: play in the CFL with all respect. You stay mm-hmm. in the NFL. Yeah. That's, yeah.
0: that's the move to make. Yep.
2: Yeah. So I hope I answered your question, Pat. <laughs> yeah. so, hey, man, <laughs> no, I've been wanting to know for
0: forever like i've been wanting to know for for a while like where did that come from bro because it's it's fantastic man
2: thank you man well that's why i'm coming out with all my products here i'm going to show you'll be getting a case of my new energy drinks okay. coming oh it's natural okay. this is not this is not the garbage this is the good stuff even even if yeah. loves it oh so that's I- perfect
3: because i literally just started like he's obviously on all kinds of energy drinks and stuff but for me it's like i don't you know, I sometimes will drink a little bit, but not like so much, but I've been drinking these like healthy ones and they've actually been pr- kind of good lately. So I'm definitely down for, you know, the healthier
2: <laughs> Wait wait where do you taste this? We'll, we'll, if you like it, then we'll discuss some other stuff that could happen. And Pat, what the hell are you doing? Drinking an energy drink?
3: You don't need energy. <laughs> all his life, all his wow. life.
0: Man, it's
2: tough, man. It's <laughs> so bad. It's just I just can't even imagine you needing substituted energy. I just, I just, I've never seen you in a lull for God's sake. Yeah, it
3: probably just put brings him back to level. Like at there this you
2: go. that's it. Yeah. That's, that's the key right there. Yeah, yeah
3: five hour yeah. five energies shots, oh
2: this is the worst stuff you can put in your body you don't want that it's got taurine in it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna allow well, you to drink that you're gonna you change
1: this. the game buffer this is
2: just they're talking about before the it's time energy drink that's All how i want well, to live you know I'm yeah. still four still 48 weeks away from us we're in england and it's, it's doing great hey when <laughs> you were on the show last time did i offer to send you a bottle of puncher's chance bourbon i don't know if you drink do you drink
3: no we don't we don't normally drink, but that's why well, that's he right. doesn't for sure. No, no I, I don't. But- yeah, for sure. Not.
2: But- no, I don't want you to drink either. Pat, that's another thing you can't <laughs> no. do. OK, no, no, more. No. But I
3: mean, no. I could try something, you know, yeah. roses, roses, little mom.
2: Pat, do me a favor. Send me roses address. Let me send you out a bottle of puncher's <laughs> chance. I made this with people like Rose in mind. It's all about the underdog and a life can change it. Have you seen it, Rose? What's that? Have you have you seen the uh-uh. the bottle's amazing?
3: Oh, wow. That's cool! puncher's chance. I like that. That's cool. We won
2: six gold medals, three for taste, three for bottle design. And we just got voted the top five best sipping bourbon in America. So.
3: Really? Okay.
2: Yeah. Shoot me an address. I'll have my people send you out a bottle.
3: Yes, please. Thank you. If you
2: like it, shoot me back a little video or something. Show me you like it. Yeah. Okay. I'll put it on social media, sell another 10,000 bottles, and then we'll hire you to promote it. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I, sent, I sent the address just now. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. You guys want to promote? Oh, Rose, do you have any um, anything to promote? Like, how can we get like Rose Namajuna's merchandise aside from UFC and stuff?
3: Yeah, so um, RVCA or ruka is how you know i guess it's pronounced but uh if you just go to rvca.com uh it, i'm supposed to be coming out with the clothing line actually like the actual you know my my collection but um but i have some t-shirts and stuff that uh, i was actually gonna wear that one but anyway um i got a couple of t-shirts that um if you you know you can buy my t-shirt on their website very cool
2: well, you know, I have a, I have a company called millions.co that the Shemsheska, Shemshenko sisters are part of, um, yeah. Thug Nasty, a lot of people coming in where we make all that merch. I can, I can have them make and recreate your merchandise on millions.co at no cost to you whatsoever. Okay. Yeah, and we yeah. ship it worldwide. When that happens, let me know, because I could imagine with all the fans you have, I mean, there's gotta be Thug Rose merch out there.
3: No, it definitely, uh, that's definitely like things that we've been working on for sure. Um, but uh what else was I gonna say
0: yeah I don't, I don't solve very fast <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> <No. laughs> but um but yeah we're working on that but yeah I'd, I'd like to hear more about what what did you say it was it's Billy? called
2: millions.co millions.co um, we wow. take every athlete of every we start off with fighters and we just took off like crazy yeah. but we have video abilities there where you can like we have these watch parties like the Chemshenko sisters do where when you're not at a UFC your fans will pay to join you on the on hmm. the thing you can watch the UFC with them they can ask you questions just like a fight companion like Joe Rogan has
3: oh okay then, yeah that's so,
2: cool I have sponsors come in where you can make even more money with the sponsors that we'll bring in and then we make these our merchandise like for instance um as an example let's say Derek Lewis in Houston goes my balls are hot right yeah everybody laughs right mm-hmm. I can have a shirt ready to be delivered to the world the very next day Wow. Okay. That's how fast we we're. Pat, I'll send you the link and I'll set. it. I don't mean to talk about this on the show. I've done it before with other fighters, but you're perfect for it. As you are too, Pat, we would also create a line of merch for you. Okay. There's, yeah. no cost you. There's no cost to you. And we give like in a, in a merchandise deal you have with, uh, and I love, um, is it Ruku? Is that how you say it? Ruka. Yeah, Ruka. Ruka. Mm-hmm. Ruka. Uh, the owner's a great guy. I just saw him recently. They do a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Usually in licensed deals like that, you get 10 or 15%. Here you mm-hmm. get like 70% of everything.
3: Okay. oh wow okay i'm
2: okay. trying to teach the fighters how to brand themselves better make money aside from their check <laughs> on fight night
0: yeah
3: you know
2: i i'm i'm in this game to help fighters make more money I, it's just yeah. one of my dreams and one of my goals it's always been that way we're yeah talking, no that's i'm i've got
3: right all now. the time right now to do all those things so that's yeah that that'll uh, that that's something i'll be working on for sure all
2: right i'm gonna i'm gonna send you a group text to my my associate named brand and you guys can set a little meeting and talk to him okay, okay. Cool. Now that you got the time. Up. Okay. Enough business. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. like I just want to make you more money. So you can take better vacations and, and build yeah. bigger houses for your future children. <laughs> the house made it garbage a lot quicker. <laughs> yeah,
3: <for sure. laughs> yes. I appreciate that.
2: All right, guys, we've catch a little longer than planned, but it's always a joy to have you on the show. And and Rose, I know like I'm one of like maybe one or two interviews you've done since your fight night. And I, that's an honor to me. And I really respect that. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. I really appreciate yeah, it. Very much.
0: Yeah. For time, sure. Like, yeah. I always like talking to
3: you. So. I always like talking to you,
2: man. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, one night when we're at a show. Let's let's get together, have a little dinner, and maybe break a few a few glasses of water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Energy drinks. Yeah, energy drink. Yay. <laughs> hey. Okay. I got your address now, so you'll be in the pipeline for merch. I'll take care of everything I told you I was going to do. But again, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you so much. And Rose, again, the world is your oyster. It's all up to you. It's up to mm-hmm. nobody else. Okay.
3: Yes. Yes.
2: There you go all right you'll be back
3: i'll
2: be sharing my office with you again soon
3: yeah for sure i'm looking forward to
2: it (laughs) say hi to trevor for me he's a great guy yeah for sure thank you all right thank you bye pat take care chan bye Bye. hi everybody i've had an absolute blast Recording your championship intros on audio and also on video. And for those of you that didn't know, the videos can be done special exactly the way you like them. Because these are green screens and we can do them with a scene behind me. Do you want a fighting scene? Do you want a beach scene? Do you want a race car scene? Any scene you want, we can give it to you. It's your theme and my pleasure just write our offices and we will answer you with the exact fee involved and how it'll get done so here we are and now it's time and it's your choice cheers lovely couple you know um how can you not like her? there's some how can you not like her there's just there's just people you just cannot not like well you know I mean I you can't help but like a part of me sure. including Pat you know?
1: Sure. No, 100%. You know, we, we talked a, a lot about this uh, over the the years that Rose has sort of, uh, you know, had her ascent uh, up the division. But also last time we, you know, talked to her following uh, her, her Zhang Wei Lee fight. But I think it's still present today, uh, even in defeat. Like you're still seeing an evolutionary process unfold with Rose Nami units. And for a lot of athletes who lose their championship belt, they lose a part of who they are and their, their sense of self and sense of identity. I don't feel that really at all with Rose Nami Yunus and, and the way that she talks about how, you know, she lost and, and she'll be better next time. And she obviously is looking at it as a, as a learning experience.
2: She doesn't seem like, don't get me wrong. She was defeated, but she doesn't seem defeated if you will. No, not defeated at all. And that's where the strength of her attitude comes in. And you know what? If she wants to take six months, if she wants to take a year, that's her prerogative
1: because she's well, she always going to get a point, you know, and, and there, there aren't a lot of athletes, Bruce, that can really walk away from active competition for, you know, the better part of a year or or an extended leave from the octagon and still be OK. I think I think Rose could take away uh, as much time as she wants and, and just sort of focus on herself and, and come back better than ever
2: absolutely agree and um no matter what when she what do you, what do you think her contender status is now one or two i she mean doing?
1: she's one in in my opinion um does that mean she's going to get a, a a fight you know with the champion next fight out I, I think there are some things that could unfold where that could be the case i don't think she's going to fight carla again uh right away but if no. carla does you know lose uh you could see rose immediately uh, in that uh title mix because again like I I know this was a a fight that maybe wasn't uh, the most impactful and and wasn't, you know, on brand for a a Rose Namajunas fight, but I'm sorry. Like I have a hard time believing that uh, anybody wouldn't be excited for her name, whether it be in the main event spot, co-main event spot fighting for a a title or a title eliminator, people are going to get excited and people are going to put down their money to watch Rose Namajunas fight. Agreed.
2: And I think it just, we can stop it right there because agreed.
1: Styles make fights and Styles you tell me anybody fights. that you know beats or you know loses to, to Rose Nami or to to Carlos that they don't look good doing it. You might even beat Carla, but she's the type of athlete that makes it a fight where you don't always look great doing so. She's a tough fighter to take out and you know we talk about the the credentials of Rose Namuniunis who I truly believe is a Hall of Fame fighter. I think Carla Esparza cemented her status as as being on the shortlist or a foregone conclusion as being a a Hall of Fame athlete for the UFC because now she's a two-time champion, was the first strawweight champion yeah. uh in in you know UFC history. This win over Rose for, for carla has really
2: cemented her as as one of the greatest of all time as well agree with you completely and you know with all let's let's give carla some respect here okay carla total respect one of my favorite fighters out there fabulous person on her own right and how fulfilling aside from the fight in the octagon to see this beautiful girl walk down the aisle of love forever with her husband what was that week later with the belt around her and not beat up in the face um So maybe there was poetic justice to the outcome of this leading into a beautiful moment for somebody very deserving.
1: Again, I'm not trying to apologize for the fight in any way, shape or form. If you don't like the fight, that's fine. You don't like the fight. But I think there was something beautiful about the tactics uh, employed to get the job done. Yes. I don't want every mixed martial arts fight to look like that. I I don't really ever want any fight to look like that, but I do believe that if you know what you're watching and and have an appreciation for the sport, there's plenty to appreciate uh, in there uh, and the finer points of the details for both athletes and what they were trying to do. Yes. It's not the most aesthetically uh, pleasing, but we have to have fights like those, too, Bruce, to appreciate the ones uh, like like Rose is in more often than not, where, you know, she's getting a performance of the night bonus or fight of the night bonus. You know, the, the y- y- if you never get something that sort of uh, is a struggle, you never appreciate the, the greatness that is is just around the bend.
2: Agreed. And as the say, as a saying goes, you can't hit a home run every time. OK, oh, if, as, if, you know you what? Know, you know how I know home that? runs. You can't even throw a proper pitch every time. Did you see the Steve Aoki pitch at the Red Sox game? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love Steve. I was wondering. I don't if think he ever played baseball. I know, I know he's a friend. Yeah.
1: I mean, let's be honest here. Steve Aoki does wonderful behind the ones and twos and those turntables and the, yeah, the yeah. songs. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's not going to be uh, pitching for anybody's uh,
2: team anytime soon. Well, he went down in history as the only one that could beat 50 cent and the, oh, the worst pitch ever. All kidding around, Steve, if you happen to be listening or or your manager, Dougie, <laughs> um, like Steve wrote, he was very comical about it. He put out an Instagram and he goes, I think I'll stick to throwing cakes.
1: Do you, do you think he knew what he was like, what he was in store for? Because like you don't go out like, do you practice? I would practice personally.
2: I'm when practicing. I threw the first pitch at the Dodger game. Yeah, um, I laced the plate. It was about four inches off the ground, but it doesn't matter the plate. I was right from the rubber. Yeah. Yep. But I threw pitches on the, I hadn't thrown a ball in over 10 years and I threw pitches with one of the uh, catchers on the sideline. Yeah. to, I, right? well, I would think you do. And I don't think maybe Steve warmed up and he looked like his windup was there, but when you throw a cake, you lob it. So maybe he just, you know, there was too much of a lob in his release, but whatever the case might be, he has such a good attitude it was fun. Everybody enjoyed it. You got a ton of publicity off it. So all PR is good PR. Just spell you know, the same- name right. What's that? Just spell the name right, like you always say. Yep. Right, whatever I'll- you want. Just make sure you spell the name correctly. Just make sure you spell my name correctly. And speaking of spelling incorrectly, you know, Tom Brady, he's going to go, uh, they sang after retires. He's going to be an analyst for Fox on football. I think that's really cool.
1: I'm surprised he's going to do that. I mean, maybe not because he is like this consummate professional and like uh, lifelong you know, competitor. And I think that there uh, is a whole nother level of, of competition, uh, you know, in broadcasting uh, that will probably satisfy that that itch a little bit what he does. Uh, walk away but i mean this is a guy that absolutely 100% doesn't need to do anything ever again unless he wants to and uh, i think it's cool to see that he wants to uh you know get into that side of of uh, the sport when when he is done but uh I man i don't know when he's going to be done i'm not i'm not a firm believer uh, in the idea that we're always going to go into a football year as oh this is the last year for tom brady and have it stick you
2: know what i mean so we'll we'll we'll, we'll find out you know what he has a standing offer and it's like I've said this before on the show. There's a term in Broadway. It's um, the smell of the grease paint, the roar of the crowd, which is the same thing I'm going to face when I get older about, you know, can I walk away from the octagon as long as I can be away from the the I'm never walking away. if I go down to one or two shows a month or whatever. But I'm never walking away um, until I have to walk away. And like I mentioned earlier, my passion wanes and it's time for me to walk away. You'll still be pressing the button for the hologram when you can't do it anymore. (laughs) We'll see what the future holds. But, you know, Brady with his his marriage is what seems to be a beautiful family set up and everything else. He might be in for more work. I don't don't know if you realize the amount of work that that goes in there, but then again, I think he does. And I think what attracts him to it. Okay, now, also speaking of the NFL, did you hear about the kicker that's suing the NFL Jaguars for three point five million? He's suing coach, ex-coach Urban Meyer for physical and verbal abuse. Wow. Uh, He wants three point five million in salary and damages for emotional distress. I know coaches don't like kickers a lot, Bruce. Yeah, I know that too, but I, it just seems like a money grab. But then again, there's always two sides to every story. We don't know. We don't know. We don't
1: know. I, it's hard for me to think that any athlete would really sort of admit to that um, because, you know, football, especially, it's a sport where you want to be strong. And the idea that you were harmed in a certain way, whether it be, you know, physically or, or mentally and emotionally, um, it's for, for, you know, upper echelon athletes, you have to sort of let go of something and, and be vulnerable. And the, the idea that, you know, this, this athlete is saying, like, look, like, I think this was inappropriate, the relationship that, you know, was here and, and what you did affected me negatively mentally. Like uh, not a lot of athletes, I think, are going to allow themselves to even get to that self-realization because they are so game face, hard headed, moving forward with the the, you know, motivated mindset, if you will.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I can't really comment beyond that. Um, I'm going to switch gears here a little bit uh, to go into a couple of stories I want to talk about, but we have the moment here. Uh, oh, also to <clears throat> a boxer uh, named uh, Musa Yamak is dead at 38 years old. Oh, no. Not from boxing. He had a heart attack in the ring. Well, I mean, then it kind of was from boxing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I hate I- to
1: say it's, it's, it's not the typical blunt force trauma to the brain that we hear about no. you know, when when a handful of boxers pass away. Uh, Eam, I'm but, sorry
2: to hear about that. You no, know,
1: I mean obviously, I think there needs to be some investigation done. It's very rare that any high-level athletes gonna pass away from a heart attack because they, you know, are, are required to be in such great cardiovascular shape. Right. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, uh, thank, thank your lucky stars, whomever you, you know, believe in as a higher power, whether, you know, you always say like, God is the, the guarantee of your own destiny. Isn't that what you're of your own destiny? Right. So, uh, you know, if it's yourself that you, you know, thank for, for getting through another day or higher power, I guess, always be thankful because you never know when it could
2: be your last. Whoever your God is, I hope he bless you. And again, I let me repeat that God again, when I preach that <clears throat> governor of my own destiny right ultimately as an individual we are our ultimate god because we have to. no matter who god you believe in or what right. advice you get or even if you, like, even you have if to if make the power. decision
1: right even if you believe in a higher you power you got to this. believe that you're the
2: one that's you know pushing yourself day in day out exactly with the help of whatever you get your power from sure. so now another thing that's been horrible these shootings this weekend were ridiculous dj uh, it... I mean, this I, Buffalo shooter,
1: you know. You know what's sad, Bruce? My wife brought this up to me and referenced a, a mass shooting. I can't remember where it was, but that that's the issue. I can't remember where it was because there are so many. Like the one that she brought up to me, I had no recollection of. And I, I had to look it up and I was like, wow, how many of these are we dealing with each year? It's, it's way too many, obviously, but way more than you probably think at this point. Because we hear these breaking news stories, Bruce, and we're just like, yeah, that that's not surprising.
2: No, I mean, in Milwaukee on Friday night, three outside the NBA arena, 17, three blocks down the street. It
1: happened here in Orange County.
2: Barbie. It
1: happened here in Orange County.
2: And Laguna um, Woods, the church yeah. shooting on Sunday, one dead, five wounded. And then in Buffalo. Oh, my God. It, it just doesn't stop, Bruce. And, you know, that that's I don't I don't worry about going
1: out in public. You know, I it's not something I think about. Um, And, and if you do what are you going to do? You're going to think about it so much that it's going to make you not live a normal life. You know what I mean? And, uh, I I don't know. It's, it's just shocking though to hear it, but it's also not
2: shocking because we've grown so numb. It's an ongoing thing, TJ. And again, when I think about 20 years ago, it's the type of thing we read about maybe once a year and now it's like almost every week and it's just, it's just, or definitely every month. And we'll leave it at that. I'm just have to say again, as, as lovely and wonderful as society and life is, You're not safe no matter where you are.
1: So this is this is the hardest thing for me to wrap my head around. I have a 10 year old son. And when he came home from school and told me about the, you know, active shooter drill that he had to deal with. In school, I never had to deal with any of that Um, fire alarms. (laughs) I mean, Columbine happened when I was in ninth grade, but even when that happened, it was still so foreign to, to everyone that it would ever happen again. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we didn't, we made some sweeping reforms, I think, as far as security was uh, concerned at, at my high school at the time, but never did I ever have to participate in an active shooter drill. And uh, I don't know what I would do, Bruce. I is interesting. Um, you know, the, the mall uh, in orange County, South coast plaza, it's like a higher end. Yeah. Uh, I was just there. Right. So I was there four or five years ago and there was a smash and grab, uh in one of the jewelry stores inside the mall but it was uh called in uh to the police as a as an active shooter and uh i was eating at one of the restaurants there and our waiter came over and said here's the bill uh take care of it whenever you want to but i just have to ask you please do not leave we need you to stay in the restaurant and i was like what's going on and he didn't tell us any information so i got on twitter and typed in south coast plaza and uh, read some reports that there was an active shooter reported uh, in the building. Again, it wasn't, but I left Bruce. I wasn't going to sit in the damn restaurant. Of course Like not. a sitting duck. Like that's what I don't understand either is we have these, these active shooter drills, but I don't feel like they're really uh, beneficial in the idea of taking action in and getting yourself safe. It's more like hide under the table. I don't, who wants to hide under the table and wait for their, ultimate demise that just puts all the power in the shooter's hands you know like i i, I want to be proactive in my survival and not just
2: sit there and wait and hope i can't i can't agree with you more um you know, it's just it's just a horrific situation. But with that being said, all, I can tell everybody out there what I tell everybody all the time. The best self-defense is to know where you're going, not to put yourself in right. situation. You see something happen. Stay away. Avoid it at all times. It's why you sit with your back uh, to the wall and back to the them, wall. Uh, uh, eyes on, on, the, on the exit. Within within 30 seconds, I know how to get in. I know how to get out. I know where everything is. That's and you've my always personal. thought that way, no? Always. Yeah. You go through a couple of hellacious bar fights and you better know how the hell to get right. out of there. Okay? And,
1: and, and that's the thing too, Bruce. I Not even like just talking about the idea of like mass indiscriminate shootings, but like, you know, when people have conflicts, you know, at the bar, we see them escalate to these shootings. And yeah, I'm not condoning violence, but like, man, whatever happened to just getting into a good fist fight and sort it out that way? Nope. We've talked about it on the show. Those days are over. Doesn't I hate happen. it. I hate it. I mean I don't want to get in a fist fight but no
2: no I don't I mean, want to get last, shot. Last thing I want to I don't need any more of those but if it happens it happens. It is what it is. Uh here another thing too um this is a victim uh, situations as a result of the Ukrainian war going on with Russia. But right now McDonald's is leaving Russia altogether. That is insane. Think about that. Think yep, about I mean all 99
1: billion, you know, served worldwide. That's their whole uh tagline. And and we're talking about Russia which is massive it's a massive. massive country and for mcdonald's to make that uh uh decision you know that that sends a message i think i mean as silly as that sounds uh i think people in russia are going to have to sort of think okay well if this massive corporation is deciding to you know leave and and give up this market uh maybe there's there's things we need to think about through and look through uh
2: at a, through a different lens Yeah, and I'm not trying to coin a pun by saying this to make a joke, but you know what? Maybe it'll make Russians eat healthier. (laughs) That's all I can say. Now, on another end, get this, thousands in Britain, in the U.K., thousands of fish and chip shops could probably close within a year. Why? Because the cod and cooking oil they need for their cooking uh-huh. um, is a, under severe strain to be supplied because of the Russian assault on Ukraine. Really? I mean, I yes. guess I'm, I'm under. So it's the oil you're saying Cod. They claim it's because of the, uh, the cod uh, key ingredients, including cod and cooking oil. Oh, which OK. Is very, very key. I mean, I, I guess I, I guess I don't understand
1: exactly what the oil is. Uh, is and how it's um you know gathered but i
2: I assume it would just be vegetable oil right well possibly but here's another thing the prices are going up like crazy i'll give you an example a case of icelandic cod which used to be in england um basically 176 dollars or 140 pounds for our uk friends listening right now Mm -hmm. has now gone up to 270 pounds or basically 331 dollars it's almost doubled in price
1: is it it because maybe the uh fishermen that catch that are they russian and there's sanctions against
2: doing business with i don't know it doesn't give all that information but basically there's there's like a half million fish and chip shops in england half a million small right. businesses yeah now remember uh, these are small businesses So yeah. when prices go up like that you're talking in food the main profits in restaurants is in the drinks you know the cokes and this that. Right, and the other.
1: It, like a uh, an ounce of like fountain cola or fountain drink is like a penny an ounce they yeah. sell it for a buck fifty or whatever.
2: Exactly. It's like movie theaters make their money off popcorn and coke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So here, uh, basically, they're paying 83 percent more for sunflower oil compared to okay, early. March. Oil. got it. Right. Palm oil, which is an alternative, has doubled in price from Indonesia, which is the biggest importer of palm oil. OK, and it's just making a strain. I mean, small businesses cannot afford to do this.
1: It's odd to me, though, that it has something to do with Russia. Like if your oil is coming from Indonesia. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, th- that's the thing, though. We've learned so much about supply chains and shortages that uh, nothing really surprises me. But, hey, you know, as far as the cod price is concerned, I don't know what they make the filet of fish. But, uh, you know, McDonald's might be able to sell some of their stock now that they don't have to be in Russia. They can just sell it to England and you can get your uh, filet of fish and chips.
2: Interesting point. I wonder if the McDonald's stock is suffering just from this one announcement. I'm going to check that after the show. Uh the other thing is that this was announced by the National Federation of Fish Friars. So like, we're hearing it from All the right. horse's mouth. Right. Yeah. Okay? All right, TJ. I'm just trying to thank you. Oh, you know that China, <coughs> China Eastern crash that happened, that down plane.
1: I did not hear about this. When did this yeah, happen?
2: Uh, just a few days ago. Okay. They feel it might be a deliberate act by the pilot. Oh man. I don't know how that's being investigated, but that's what's being investigated right now. And on the lighter side of life, I'm sorry to go, I hate the fact that I go from that kind of oh, story to this. No, just don't finish on it. Just don't finish on it. I'm not, I won't finish on it, but Chris Helms, Thor hammer. Yeah. Going up for auction. Okay. How much? Um, I'm
1: going to, I'm going to say $1.2 million. No, hundred thousand. That's way cheaper than I thought. The reason I thought that was because like comics are such a big thing, right? Like the whole movie industry now is, is built on these franchises. So I thought definitely, would be worth. I mean, I don't know. Buy it. Buy it. if you got the money. Buy it, because that thing is going to appreciate in value
2: tenfold very quickly. Well, speaking of appreciation, one little bit of collector talk before we go. <clears throat> um, this is a 1961 Fleer unopened basketball pack that that's, could have Will Chamberlain's rookie. Not
1: car. the first time it's been on this show,
2: right? Now my birthday Saturday. Uh huh. Turning 65. I'm not buying you one, Bruce. I'm not. Uh, no, you don't kidding. buy me anything. To okay, you. just, just your friendship, love, and affection. Okay. You got it for life. Brian, we had a family night last night. Brian made pasta. The family came over, the boys, and we watched The Godfather. We had a Godfather night. Okay. All right. Because right. yeah. the boys never saw The Godfather. One of the I've never greatest seen movies. One of the 100 hundred greatest movies ever made, which I think if you sat down with your son, you would have a good time watching. It's uh, three hours long. No way in hell he's watching anything for three hours. Gotcha. So, and Brian, now do. this is the original pack. And this pack used to come in a box, right? That would contain 24 of the packs. Mm-hmm. This pack I bought for dollars six years ago now sells for roughly about seven, eight thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. And unopened. And graded. Brian gave me a gift of a box. What? Now not a box of the packs that would make that crazy. That's but still pretty crazy. Look at that. This, wrapping this is wrapping everything. Yeah, this is get this is wrapped the way it should be collecting. It's an a, a box where the packs are not in the box now give you an example of collecting Brian paid two hundred and sixty dollars for this in two thousand thirteen right okay and he sold it um one sold for six hundred and seventy six dollars a few years ago all right. right okay and this box is worth roughly about eleven hundred dollars now
1: Just man. Like- not crazy see for me like i'd be like sell it bruce sell it bruce but like you, you always
2: talk about how you got to sit on it 10 years from now prediction conservative prediction 10 years from now this box is five thousand dollars wow and this pack is 30 wow okay prediction all right right. you're not going anywhere nowhere i I still need to bring over my uh my footlocker of baseball cards I listen, you still got to get over to the friggin' house. I know. So just- let's let, let's make a date because I think we can do a show out of that. And I think uh, that we get Brian over. I think, we yeah, no, I, I'm totally for it. But, you know, I usually make dates with girls. They keep them. So why don't you be like a girl and keep a date? Let's get a date. Hey, I uh, I, I, I don't
1: like that. I don't like what you just said to me. I feel like you're attacking my character and you're not <laughs> uh, you're not wrong, Bruce. So let's let's make the date and I will make that date.
2: Lunch is on me. Trust me, it's gonna be a it'll be a fun few hours for you, TJ, and for me too. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it's gonna be heartbreaking for me because we're gonna open up all my baseball cards and realize that they're worthless. But uh, um, there might be some gems in there.
2: We'll decide. Oh, you have unopened packs in there? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you whether you're gonna it open It's Not
1: or probably not. in the right year, but yeah, it I got some matter. Po- but you're not. You're not opening it.
2: I got some loose cards from the 60s and 70s that we can go through. But if you have unopened packs from the 60s and 70s, they are not going to be opened. You know, no, that's fine. I'll. Okay, we'll cover that bridge when it comes. Last note, and I look forward to it. Um, Puncher's Chance is the major sponsor of the the PFL. Yep. Have you seen one of the shows? uh, I have. I've seen Puncher's Chance all over those. bro. All over the place. Four national commercials show, fighters holding up bottles. And you know what, TJ? It's had a direct effect on sales.
1: I believe it. I mean, there's a reason there's a reason that live uh, sports are so lucrative when it comes to television rights. And a lot of that is because of the advertising. I mean, all of it's really because of the advertising and uh, that advertising is only valuable because it motivates people to spend money. And, uh, you know, I
2: I think you're seeing that uh, firsthand. Thank you. I am. Two last notes. Uh, glad to see that, that Congress finally taking UFOs seriously and taking a stand on them. We know they're out there. We've talked a- about it on the show.
1: UFOs have always existed. We just didn't yeah. know what they were. They're just unidentified. It doesn't mean they're aliens. It just means they're unidentified.
2: They're among us. They walk among us. i don't know if they walk among us but i know know. i know but that's another we got to get a professional on the show i want to have another i would love to talk about that so like uh i get joe rogan back on the show that's what we talked about when he was on so
1: you know i i uh i'm terrified of of aliens it's it's something that scares me like a lot but i don't know if i believe in them necessarily but the thought of them bruce like let me say this i definitely believe that there's life out there the universe is way too big to not have life out there i just don't know if they're coming in seeing us, whether it be from afar or as you, you know, kiddingly said, walking
2: well, along us. But. For our listeners out there, if you, TJ, I know you've seen it, but watch Rowdy, Rowdy Piper as they live. Okay. Right. Yeah. Watch that movie. And then we'll talk about that and write us in, write it, write us questions into the show. If you watch it, it's that, that is one of my favorite um, alien movies. And now, by the way, U S households can now order eight more free COVID tests from the government. You're allowed to order your free tests. Take well, advantage not of you one though is still up in the air. Was that? Whether or not you'll get
1: one in a timely manner is still up in the
2: air. Well, take advantage of it and buy them. I, I ordered a batch from CVS. They're, they're readily available now. So you, Yeah, okay.
1: so my Walgreens locally w- was still out of
2: them um, this last week. So Just go to, just go to CVS.com. They'll order oh. them right off the site. Well, I'll get them. Okay. Uh, aside from that, TJ, go ahead, and then we'll sign off.
1: Uh, You can check out my new show, Extra Rounds, uh, on UFC Fight Pass. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can actually see this uh, camera right now. Uh, I got this HD camera. I don't like it, Bruce. It makes me shave a lot more when I do stuff because.
2: Oh, you look good. You look more uh, handsome. Come on. Your color's good, too.
1: Yeah, well, I appreciate that. You're the first person that's ever said that to me because more often than not, it's like, please go outside and get some sun, TJ.
2: Blinded but- by the light. Sorry, oh,
1: sorry. Yes, it's all right. It's all right. But well, I've noticed uh I've never really been able to grow a beard, Bruce, but I've started to to grow it out a little bit. It's it, you know, comes and goes. But now I hate the idea of having a beard because I've just found out
2: that uh I'm I'm gray. It's all gray. Like I hate it. Welcome mm-hmm. to the world. I was just going to tell you one thing, TJ. It starts here, goes here, goes down here. That's let's the way. Not, it. Let's just stop it right there. But uh, <laughs> no, check that's out. why God made manscape, baby. That's right. Uh, extra rounds available
1: for you uh, on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, this last weekend, uh, I was live with Ray Longo, and we recapped uh, the card that saw Jan Blahovich defeat Alexander Rokic in the main event.
2: There you go. Okay. All right, everybody. Um, I will not be in the octagon this weekend. Uh, Joe Martinez will be taking over the announcing duties, and I'm sure he'll do his great job as usual. Uh, I'll be watching. He'll have a great time watching the show. We'll be back next week with another guest. Happy I birthday, am taking this weekend. Way. Pardon me?
1: Happy birthday, by the way. Thank because you. I'll talk to you before then. So happy
2: birthday. Thank you. you I'm taking an- you're going to be 52 years old. It's crazy. <laughs> I'll compare my body to a 30 year old man walking, but there isn't a rector set going on inside at certain places. <laughs> Anyway, without kidding aside, um, no, I'm taking the next three weeks off from the UFC. I am uh, taking a special weekend for myself for this, uh, my birthday weekend. Next week is Memorial. I have a chance to go to Havasu uh, with my buddy Robert. He's got a house up there. Just bought himself a nice little four seater private jet. Wants to fly up. That could be fun, but I don't know. Havasu might be a little too much of a craziness for me. It's rowdy up there. It's pretty rowdy. Not that I can't play, but that's not really where my head's at these days. No, I hear you. Um, and Save I'm taking a wine country trip, huh? Save your energy too. You got a big international fight week coming up in July. Oh man, I got so many shows coming up. It's ridiculous. But Singapore, I'm looking forward to. I am pl- I am taking. I'll talk about it the week before, but I'm going to taking. Um, already agreed to a beautiful uh, wine country trip up into San. Uh, um, Santa Ynez, up above Santa Barbara. Here, wow. take photos. Want, pardon me, take photos. I want to see photos. Oh, I'll be taking photos like crazy. It's going to be wine tasting in caves and the whole bit. It's a really. It got offered to me as a as a birthday gift from the people that own it, and you know, beautiful villa, the whole bit. How can I turn that down? No, yeah, of course, go go enjoy. But I, like I said, I want I want to see photos. You, you will. I guarantee you, we'll talk again, we'll talk about it the week before, week after. All right, enough for me. I plan on celebrating my birthday. I believe it's celebrating your birthday a week before to week after, but quite frankly, I celebrate my birthday 365 days a year when I wake up, You know, just happy to wake up and enjoy this beautiful life. I wish all of you the same out there. So please everybody set your goals, write them down. So when you step on that yellow brick road for your future, you are the best you can be. And whether you're first place, second place, 10th, or you're the champion, it means you're winning. And we're all about winning on this show. Because as I always say, it's time to win. Buffer out. Have a great week. Love you all.